Hello, heroes, and welcome to another exciting episode of One Shot. I'm James D'Amato, your Game Master. Thanks to over 150 intrepid heroes hitting the retweet social goal, we sat down to record a Compass Cats promo for the Dungeon Dome. But instead, we decided to record a full two-part series of our favorite vampire cats representing their Kickstarter, along with Mega Starlight Surprise. For those who don't know, OneShot is still funding a Kickstarter for the Dungeon Dome. The Dungeon Dome is OneShot's newest actual play campaign, combining the storytelling power of Dungeons & Dragons with the style of pro wrestling. See your favorite performers like Cat Cool, Mike Migdahl, Allie Barthwell, and Steven Kropa compete for wealth and glory in a competitive PvP campaign. I'm proud and a little overwhelmed to announce that last week on Friday we hit our funding goal, and the Dungeon Dome is definitely going to be produced. This means a few things. The first is that we're producing a 15-episode season that we planned for the Kickstarter. The second is that I'll be leaving my day job to pursue game design and games entertainment full-time. The third is that the one-shot audience can vote on my hair color for Gen Con, and polls for that are open until 10 p.m. on August 3rd. Although we've funded, the Kickstarter for the Dungeon Dome is still open until August 10th, and we're looking to hit stretch goals so we can pay our performers better. If you haven't backed, get in before it's too late. Coming up this week on the OneShot Twitch stream, on Tuesday at 7.30pm, we'll have another episode of Warda. And we're playing Quicksilver on Wednesday at 8pm Central Time. If you've never checked out Quicksilver before, it is an airship racing game. You can find all of that and more at twitch.tv slash OneShotRPG. Before we get to the show, I'd like to take a moment to thank some of our backers on Patreon. Jimmy Pritz, thank you. Joe Hadfield, thank you. Kenneth McFarland, thank you. Dieter Laskowski, thank you. Thanks, Dieter. Jane Dell, thank you. Melissa DiGenova, thank you. Ed Novak, thank you. Neil Anderson, thank you. Kevin Farnworth, thank you. Ryan Royce, thank you. Danny Atkinson, thank you. Brian Eel, thank you. Michael Howard, thank you. Lowe, thank you. Ivan Glasgow, thank you. Sam Bryan, thank you. Josh F., thank you. Laura, thank you. Jolly good fellow. (laughs) Okay, thank you. Chris Scar, thank you. James Colloran, thank you. Sarah Lynn Bowman, thank you. Sarah Lynn Bowman, Sarah Lynn Bowman, what did she do? Doesn't she like She's a LARP scholar. I think she's a LARP scholar. Yeah, she makes stuff. Sarah Lynn Bowman. I mean, she. I think she definitely is a game designer. But Scholar, professor, tutor, editor, yeah. role player. Yep. I think she was on Backstory. And I think she is like one of Alex's big idols because she does a lot of scholarly work around uh, imagination games, uh, especially LARPs. So thank you, Sarah, for supporting us and all of your work in the field. Thanks again to all of our Patreon backers. The only reason we were able to run the Dungeon Dome Kickstarter for me to leave my day job is because of the stable support that I've received from Patreon. All of you have changed my life. Thank you so much. And with all that out of the way, let's get to the show. All right, heroes, let's meet our party for this week. Uh, first up, a voice that should be familiar to all of you. That is Stephen Kropa. Hello. 
That's my voice, and it's familiar once again. Uh, Stephen, thank you so much for joining us for this episode. Great. Well, happy to be back. I am excited to have you once again reprising the role of Percival the Unwavering. Yes, as am I. Um, it was kind of a shock for people to see uh, Percival playing the heel. Um, yeah. Or well, at least Percival's, Percival's yes. physical form. was not him. Uh, I was pretty happy with how I played that because nobody knew it was me until the end. And I have to apologize in like a public on-air place that <laughs> oh, I should have okay. given you more hit points. Yes. Because by every <laughs> right, you should have won that match. Yeah. Like... I was like, yeah. oh, all right. <laughs> you played it really well. You played it really well. I didn't, I, I guess I didn't realize you only had like 20 hit points. Yeah. Um, when do we get the level up? <laughs> uh, you play enough of these side adventures. I think it's like one more side adventure for you and you get to level up. Yes. Um, Huzzah. But let's introduce our other players for this week. Uh, we also have Mike Migdahl. Hello, it's me, Mike Migdahl. <laughs> um, Mike, uh, before we get into talking about you playing Small Benjamin, yes. I-, I would like to talk about the Neo Scum real quick. Neo Scum, it is a cool Shadowrun actual play podcast, comedy, future, dark What network is lines. it on? It's on the One Shot <laughs> Podcast Network, dude. <laughs> dude, that was it. Uh, anyway, yeah, so we're doing this podcast. It's great. We're laughing a lot. We're recording in the pocket dimension. We have cool fan interactions. Talk to us on Twitter. Leave us an iTunes review. I think we're currently, as of the moment of this recording, we're at 81 iTunes reviews. Yeah. And when we get to 100 against all of our better judgment, we're going to make a Neopets, Neoscum crossover episode. You guys remember Neopets? <laughs> That's the whole premise of that crossover, huh? Yeah, just the word Neo. <laughs> yeah. Um, and just so uh, listeners know, um, this is a little bit of a peek behind the curtain, but uh, Stephen Kropa recorded a guest spot, so coming up soon-ish. Mm-hmm. This is true. Like in the next couple episodes, yeah. you're going to be hearing Stephen Kropa playing a role on uh, on Neo Scum. So catch up now. Yes, like, please. Catch up now so you know what's going on. So when Stephen comes in slinging those great dramatic bombs, those those feelings bombs. There's feelings there bombs coming. really... Yeah. The last recording, it ended with all of us crying. Seriously. <laughs> no, yeah, there were legit tears. You, I don't know what's going to happen you next. You want to be on board for this this series in the Neo Scum. Uh, I am already on board for Neo Scum. Everybody, you, please check it out. But this week, uh, you're going to be playing Small Benjamin. Yes. Uh, Small Benjamin, uh, head of the Suicide Squadron. Of the Queen's Guard of the Cliffs of Aramore, where he does serve the Pale Moon Queen, Felicia herself. Now, you have uh, just... Gotten out. This is your first uh, that we've seen Dungeon Dome victory. Obviously, Percival the Unwavering is Paul Benjamin. I would say that our first Dungeon Dome <laughs> match was a victory, as it did bring joy to many streamers, <laughs> many, of the, many of the viewers. So, in a way... As I've established, t-shirt sales equal victory. Yes. We are the most victorious. Uh, you know what? I, I have a similar similar <laughs> benchmark for victory, so... <laughs> right on. That's why probably why we're back on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, I am thrilled to have you back. I'm thrilled to have Small Benjamin back. And our last guest is a voice that should be familiar to folks, Cat Cool. Hey, James. Cat, welcome to the show. Uh, yeah. Uh, so you are going to be playing a character that a lot of people have questions about. Sure. I um, mean, they should. And that is Mega Starlight Surprise. Mm-hmm. But Starlight, as we are going to find out, has another identity. 
Whoa, you're just gonna uh, you're just gonna put it all right title, out there. The title of this series is uh The Mysterious Warrior uh, Starlight <laughs> Surprise is the Pale Moon Princess question mark. <laughs> oh, it's beautiful. Uh, it's very Sailor Moon. Y- yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Good. Uh yeah, yeah, turns out she is. Gasp. Who would have ever thought? You know, people have are, people guessed it. I think before we even established that as the truth. For Did they? Some, yeah, yeah. People with were, with a hashtag like Tween Felicia. Yeah, mm. I think that was the thing that that uncovered that truth. Um, so I, I think there are a lot of uh, questions about uh, who this person is, what she looks like, what what she's like in her personal life, uh, what her favorite sodas are. Yeah, all great questions. Uh, maybe we'll get to answer some of them today. Ooh, okay. Um, so with that, I think it is time to set the stage for our adventure. Uh, and right now we are in the dungeon dome itself, uh, standing on its fabled grass. Uh, we have small Benjamin and Percival the unwavering, uh, staring at each other. Small Benjamin, uh, looks a little bit tired and worse for the wear as he has been involved in a pretty massive confrontation in the dungeon dome itself. Percival, um, uh, sat out that match because, uh, by luck of the draw, he was replaced by a demonic simulacrum, uh, mm. for the Hell in the Cell match. Yes. Um, but he has come to bring his brother. Uh, some troubling news. Brother, you missed... You did miss one heck of a fight. It looks like there was certainly hell to pay in this cell. Yes. But, brother, pleasantries are not for us now, for we are called by the queen herself. Ooh, and what does she call us? She calls us... To action! Ah! Small Benjamin immediately looks invigorated and his hit points return. Yes. <laughs> Woo! Uh, merely hearing that the queen has a job for him will completely heal a small Benjamin of all ailments. Cool. Percival you know? uh, looks at his wrist and calls his mech suit, as established, which is canon now, mm. to <laughs> over to them, and a hand comes down. <laughs> Join me in my body as we go where we are needed. Okay, small Benjamin uh, presses a button on his uh, on his belt, and a cool a cool motorcycle self drives itself next to the uh, the mecca and goes. I prefer to take Excalibur, and he hops on his motorcycle Excalibur, which I, is canon so, now. Yeah, I think um, <laughs> I think there are magically powered bicycle type craft in in New Zealand. I will definitely buy uh, that. It is very rare and very expensive technology. Yeah, it was a gift from Queen Felicia on uh, Small mm-hmm. Benjamin's second death day. Mm. Did I tell you he's a vampire? <laughs> what kind of vampire? Ooh, a cat person vampire. Yes. Um, I will also rule that because these are magical motorcycles, uh, the lights trail behind them like in Akira. Exactly, oh, yeah. yeah. This has been a good episode of How Much Can I Get Away With? <laughs> so... <laughs> Turns out, pretty much anything. Percival steps on the paw uh, that has lowered itself to the ground. Yeah, I do need to know what the mech looks like. It looks like Percival. Oh, perfect. (laughs) Directly like Percival. Uh, And it raises himself up, and it goes up to his cat mouth, and he steps inside to drive it. 
Cool. I, proceed, I, I imagine we probably proceed to leave the arena. Yes. You're taking cool stomps, and I'm like mm-hmm. swerving in and out of your feet. Great. Heck yeah. So you, you walk, um, you're walking across, uh, the city of Nucilia, which has a generally speaking rounded, uh, layout. However, where the dungeon dome is, there is a massive chunk of the city that's overtaken by a crater. And the dungeon dome itself is a building that has been built into the crater. Uh, essentially the bowl shape of the dungeon dome is taken out of the earth itself. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the large stone walls that surround most of Nucelia have damage around uh, that Dungeon Dome area. Uh, the places that uh, Percival the Unwavering is stepping around are known as the Adventurer's District. It's not as well-maintained as uh, the rest of Nucelia, but uh, some of the powerful denizens of the city call this place home because legally they're not allowed to go anywhere else. Um mm-hmm as they cannot be trusted with their abilities in the main city. Uh, the Adventurer's District is dangerous uh, and full of chaotic magic popping off all the time. Is there some sort of checkpoint at the edge of the there Adventurer's are, District? There are indeed checkpoints at the ed- edges of the Adventurer's District. Uh, things like mech suits uh, are n- and uh, magical <laughs> bicycles probably not allowed uh, beyond those borders, but uh, as the Compass Cats are uh, diplomats, they they have diplomatic immunity and are allowed to pass through checkpoints uh, mostly unhampered. Oh, that is very cool. <laughs> James, are we at the checkpoint now? Yeah, we approach the checkpoint Great. right now. Cool. I zoom on by while flashing my diplomat badge and giving <laughs> the middle paw. Hey, wait a minute. You got to get back here. <laughs> I'm small Benjamin and I have diplomatic immunity. I don't care who you are. You're not taking a class seven vehicle into New Celia. Okay. I start like riding circles. <laughs> <laughs> trying to talk to this guy while not stopping. So the the person that you're talking to is a half orc uh, dressed up in a city watch uniform. Um, uh, his his big tusks are uh, poking out of his mouth, um, and they have uh, a decorative flair that's become popular among uh, different people in New Celia to like decorate any visible teeth. Uh, so he's Ooh. got like uh, gold markings and stuff on it. It looks pretty rad. Look, what am I going to have to do to get my beautiful magical bicycle Excalibur out of the Adventures District? Uh, probably about six months of paperwork and paying hundreds of thousands of gold to the city treasurer. We have these laws for a reason. And don't think I don't see you there in the mech suit. <laughs> uh, the mech suit bends down, the maw opens. Do we have a problem here? I don't have a problem at all with you two crossing this border. You're diplomats. You're licensed to cross the border. These vehicles are not licensed. I've got a job to do, gentlemen. I'm sure you have jobs to do. You understand you're not crossing this border with those vehicles. We, we can speak telepathically yes. together. Yes, you absolutely that's, can. That's established. As was established. Yep, yep. Okay, I'm going to let Percival know that I've got... Two more cool vehicles that are just right outside the Adventurers District. There's a hang glider, <laughs> and, and then there's also a smaller hang glider for Percival. Why would I have a smaller hang glider? <laughs> because it's mine. <laughs> I get first choice. All right, that's fine. I'll let you know that the, we do have a our diplomat's dune buggy inside the district that we Ooh, can ride around. The diplomat dune, dune buggy. buggy. It is essentially a golf cart. 
It's yeah. a golf cart, sure. And there's also but it's got sweet ass rims. There's an enchanted fire unicycle that Small Benjamin just remembered, which is also outside the city limits. Yeah, I'll let you guys have a unicycle. Yes, for sure. and uh, Percival has a, a scooter, unicycle. like a like a, a scooter, <laughs> razor scooter, a razor scooter. Mm-hmm. Mm. It folds up very neatly. Yes, it goes into my quiver. Also, Small Benjamin has two pairs of Heelys that are back in the cliffs of Aramore <laughs> that he remembers and brings up, and then goes to. They're back in Aramore. Uh, I let Small Benjamin know that he can store his bike in my mech suit outside. No one will be able to touch that. Cool. All right, you guys have been staring at each other for a minute. I stare back at the half-orc and show him my dark eye. <laughs> he sees his death? Well, he sees, he his, sees death. his future. He sees um, his future. Uh, which we, we've decided can, can mean... Uh, why don't you just roll a d20? Let's see how this goes for you. A three. A three. Uh, so... The, this particular half orc, man, what is what is a three level death? <laughs> this particular half orc sees himself dying w- within the next ten years of a whooping cough. For most of his life up to this point, he has been uh, an anti vaxxer, <laughs> um, just really against any medical treatment uh, provided by Vax the Great. Uh, who is a <laughs> renowned healer in this area. Uh, but seeing that he's got the whooping cough, uh, like you can see on his face, uh, the emotions uh, playing across. Oh my, how could I have been so foolish? All right. You guys can cross the border. You got to leave your vehicles in the impound. I got to go get a vaccine. Before you leave, check this out. And then small Benjamin hops off Excalibur and Excalibur shoots into uh Large Percival's mouth. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's super disgusting. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I just also remembered there's one more vehicle. There's a submarine. It's a cool barrel yes. submarine. Yes. I just wanted to remember that. That's, and I shake my head yes. You remember, right? That. I remember. But we're having this telephone. You do remember it. I do remember. All right. If there's a way that you can turn off those vomiting noises it makes every time it eats a vehicle, that would be great. That's probably you, you might end up with a ticket for disturbing the public peace if this display goes on for too much longer okay <laughs> it ends <laughs> right before it becomes unacceptable right. <laughs> <laughs> and the, and it raises itself back up with both percival and small benjamin at its feet yeah i, I think the mech itself like steps back into like an empty lot somewhere in mm-hmm. the adventurers district and like parks itself, sort of like transformer style, uh, folding itself up. Uh, it it needs the ground as if it's <laughs> going to take a nap, and it shivers because it finds the right spot and then gets prone. Mm-hmm. That is cool as hell. <laughs> hey, James, at this point, is it okay if we walk through the checkpoint? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely, I think you can walk through the checkpoint right. at this point. Small Benjamin and Percival are sort of strutting in the dead center of the street. Mm-hmm. If that's okay with you, Stephen. Oh. Of course. We do walk, oh, with a swagger through the non-adventurous district? Yeah. So in the meat district you, or uh, district? You would be entering uh, the nobles district. Mm, uh, oh. This is a area where many different political dignitaries uh, from around the world come to visit New Celia, where uh, those who are claim noble birth in foreign lands uh, have spent lots of money to make a very nice area. Um, you see a lot of new architecture here. Uh, there are museums in this district. Uh, there are family estates in this district. It's a beautiful place to look at. 
Um, it doesn't have the sort of eclectic charm of the Adventurer's District, but it's still a beautiful place. Since we are here on a diplomatic mission, I uh, take my cape off, reverse it from its adventurer side to its fancy side, take out a top hat that I punch out to put on my head, and then hand Small Benjamin our diplomat's badge. Cool. Small Benjamin is going to flip his adventurer's cloak, <laughs> and on the backside, it's a big, like, image of Small Benjamin that says <laughs> Small Benjamin brand. And... <laughs> It's just oh, like, I have one as well, but it's a small Benjamin brand. Yeah, he has a small Benjamin branded cloak. Mm-hmm. And this is really just to get my brand out. Uh, I walk up. I imagine there's like tourists. Yes. I walk up to a family of tourists that are looking at a map and I like look over their shoulder and I'm like, oh, you definitely want to check out that deli. And then they look up and they see it's small Benjamin. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if they're like impressed or anything, but I go, I'm small Benjamin. <laughs> um, I think. Well, why don't you just roll a d20? Okay. <laughs> Ooh, I got a perfect 10. <laughs> perfect right 10? down the middle, baby. You know, I, I I think that should be enough. Small Benjamin has competed in the Dungeon Dome numerous times. Uh, and also, you're, you're probably in international news a bit uh, for being one of the diplomats from the powerful nation of Aramor. Uh, so they're impressed. Uh, this uh, family, like, asks you uh, for pictures. Um, and oh, Thank you, James. This is really just fame simulator. <laughs> yeah. The role-playing game. I imagine they ask Percival to take the pictures not knowing who he is. Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Small Benjamin has branded himself with, like, cloaks That's... and stuff. And, and I disagree is... with that. I think it should be, we should be under the cover of Doc so we can do our queen's dark bidding small benjamin walks boldly in the pale moonlight <laughs> thus is our conundrum mm, we are different <laughs> yeah but uh the, this family of bugbears like uh they it's a de- bugbear family yeah, it's a bugbear family that Just changes everything James. yeah um they they like crowd around you um uh th- there are a couple poses they ask you to dab <laughs> oh small benjamin reluctantly dabs <laughs> even though the dab is more dead than i am <laughs> uh with you and the family of bugbears like it looks it looks pretty good bugbears look good in a dab i think they've got a good bone structure for a dab do i ask them would you like to join the compass cats would you like to join our party i think you've been down to like the two smaller bugbear children that are there yes uh they stare at you in wide-eyed amazement and and nod their heads i kneel down all you have to do is give away your life and pledge it to the pale moon queen uh they sort of like shrink back and like would you like to be this age forever who are you i am percival the unwavering diplomat and leader Oh, the other one! Yes, the other one. We had both of them here the whole time! Yes. Here's your camera back. Well, goodbye. (laughs) I tossle the hair Mm -hmm. of one and mistakenly look at the father with my dead eye. Oh, my God. (laughs) Uh, The father sees himself surrounded uh, by his children and family, um, and it's it's sort of like a somber peace that washes over him as he guides his children away. Um, and they continue about their business. Yes. Cool. We continue strutting down yes. the main avenue. Hello! So- ah! Huzzah! As you strut down the main avenue, I feel like it is the perfect opportunity uh, for Percival the Unwavering to brief Small Benjamin on what the mission du jour is. Brother, I know you've had a trying time, but we have our most difficult task at hand. 
You say that about every task, and yet we prevail 95% of the time. I do not say it is something we will fail at. It is something that will be difficult to not succeed at. You are right to remind me to be humble. For truly, beneath the pale moon queen, we are all ants in the grand scheme of things. Yes, yes. Brother, I do need to prepare you for this. For today and tonight, and perhaps a couple hours after that, we must protect the pale moon princess. The Pale Moon Princess? Yes, the Pale Moon Princess. Why, are we going back to Eremore to protect her? No, for she is very much in this district as we speak. <laughs> oh, calm yourself, brother. <laughs> calm yourself. Small Benjamin's whiskers like... <laughs> she is here on Rumspringer, and we must accompany her for each task she has at hand. So Rumspringer is just a thing that happens every month in Aramore. Uh, it is like, I, I think Aramore is very much uh, in the culture of providing benefits to people at oh, every yes. walk of life. And Rumspringer is a thing that happens every every month where you can just take a vacation. Mm-hmm. Once a month, you're entitled to a vacation. <laughs> wow, what a wonderful place. Yes. yes. Aramore is a, is a pretty great place. For, for trading your life in, you get a lot of cool things to do. Yeah. Everyone does. Everyone of like every age get to go. Everyone to, uh, of every age and station. Uh, yes. Is Rumspringer at the same time? Or? No, it's not at the same. <laughs> that would time. be. No, it, yeah. it wouldn't make it. There's a yeah. state. There's a stately. What are you thinking? <laughs> there is a stately scheduler who sends out. You get in the mail someone who tells you when your time comes. And so you it's can, your Rumspringer. It's your Rumspringer. Yes, and you loose. can save it to go with your family if you want to mm. wait. But you just have to get someone else to cover your shifts. You, you know, normal responsible things. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Right. And no one abuses it, because if we abuse it, we Everyone's lose Everyone's Brumspringer is, is that different. Aramore is truly is a utopia. <laughs> <laughs> yes. R- yeah, a place ruled over by the most benevolent of rulers, vampire cats. <laughs> wow. That's all it took. You find that the Pale Moon Princess is on her Rumspringer, Um and you are headed to the Rock Sasha, a very fancy hotel downtown in the noble district uh it towers over the other buildings around it uh it is built entirely out of a onyx marble um it looks uh very sleek and imposing um it shines in the light against uh the other white and gray buildings that surround it uh there is a large silk banner that is laid outside of this hotel and boarding house uh, the welcoming different uh, patrons from around the world mm. into its doors. Pretty swanky. Mm-hmm. We must wait outside for her carriage, brother. Wait? Why wait outside when we can walk inside? Small Benjamin, uh, I assume the door is probably like a... Uh, oh, wait, we're not allowed to enter... Unless invited. Yes. But is this a domicile? Well, or is this I did just say that there was a banner on the outside welcoming in people from various nations. True. So Thank you. You, Thank you, you Dan probably Stewart. already have that. Would you like lock. to do the check-in process and I'll help move bags in? Sure. That sounds wonderful. <laughs> right. Or maybe we can both do both of those things okay. at the same time and use <laughs> it. All right. While speaking at the, the same, same. I enter the building. Time! <laughs> and I enter the building. <laughs> 
<laughs> um, so you enter the lobby. Uh, the lobby uh, has smart, uh, modern-looking decorations. It's mostly lit magically. Uh, there's very little candlelight. The interior of the lobby has like a lot of dark plants and and sand uh, decorating it. Ooh. It's uh, sort of uh, fashioned after uh, the founders' uh, tastes, um, who come from the black sand deserts uh, that the Roxasha call home. How um, dare they put a bathroom right out in the open? Truly despicable. <laughs> uh, I go to the concierge desk. So um, Benjamin follows. <laughs> sitting behind the concierge desk is a Yuan T, um, who is black and red. For those who don't know at home, a Yuan T is a snake person. Uh, they have like the head of a snake and body of a snake, but just like beefy man arms um, <laughs> yeah, coming out of the side of their that's head. That's fair. Is is Yuan T uh, in in black and red who like flicks the air with its tongue a little bit as you approach? Welcome to the Raksasha. We thank you for your welcome, and I do have some questions. Of course. What would be fun things in this area to do if you were, say, a princess? Oh! Uh, of, a, of a younger age? Ah, uh, well, there's the Children's Museum. Ah! I hope there's a touch tank. There, th- the animals kept in that museum are exclusively for touching. Ooh. Ooh. There's also wand laser tag. <laughs> what? Wand Wand laser tag. Yes, laser you put on headbands and you're given magic wands and you, you zap the spells at each other, but the spells can only knock headbands off of your opponents. That sounds like something more for sad adults than children. Ah, well, <laughs> both children and sad adults do partake in this sport merrily. Ah, right. Uh, then there is Whirly Ball. <laughs> What is Whirly Ball? Uh, Whirly Ball is you are locked into a featureless room with no windows or doors, and a great whirling ball chases you about. That sounds like more of a work outing than it would a child's. No, no, it is very much like hide and seek. Children love it. And, uh, just for our information, where is the closest blood bank? Ah, I see you are of the vampiric persuasion <laughs> no one had to persuade us to be vampires we chose it merrily the Roxasha prides itself in serving customers of all types we have our own blood bar Ooh. is that in this room or is there a uh, basement a sub basement or a loft that 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 would be at the second level uh there's a, a blood bar upstairs for all blood-drinking races and peoples. Cool. Wonderful. Super you cool. have served us dutifully. Absolutely. Are you gentlemen checking in this evening? We are waiting. Has, perchance, have you seen the pale glow of a pale moon princess come into a room? Ah. We're on a secret mission to protect her. The princess her. that you referred to has already arrived. Oh, yeah. Uh, she had her and her escorts uh, moved up to the suites at the top of the tower. Her escorts? Yes, from, I believe, the Pale Moon Palace. Yes, uh, we've heard of it. Oh, yes, we, we do have rooms there. 
Well, gentlemen, uh, I would love to give you keys if I could see some identification. Small Benjamin turns around <laughs> and does a back paw to his his visage, which is on his back. And yes, I, you do look quite a bit like the image monogrammed onto your cape. <laughs> I hand uh, my, I, I take my badge off and I place it on the desk. Um, what do what do badges look like? They are made of a fine leather, so they are they're uh, the hide of a I don't know a mythical cow. Uh, <laughs> okay, oh, like a cow, but it's like better than other. It's, cows. Than yeah. other. it's like a yes, uh, and they are uh, they have the seal of Aramor, uh, and at the bottom is the signature of the Pale Moon Queen. Mm, okay, um, yeah, he, he looks at this. He uh, puts it under like a thing shining a purple light Wonderful. that sort of like detects the authenticity of different like badges and things. He he hands that back to you. Um, and hands you a key. It is very elaborate and fancy looking. Uh, it has a hand that looks a little bit strange because the bone structure is for the hand to be reversed mm. on one side. And then the key is a metal key on the other. Gotcha. And your rooms have been prepared for you as well. You are in the adjoining room to the suite in the top of the tower. Wonderful. Ah, well, goodbye. <laughs> we We start to walk away. And as we're walking away, I... Whisper to uh, Percival. You don't need to. You telepathically. Tell I whisper to him telepathically. I think I lost my badge. I I gave it. I pinned it on your. I know. I showed my badge to the checkpoint half orc, and then I talked to those tourists, and I don't have my badge Did anymore. You give it to the tourists. I think I gave it to one of the tourist kids. How could you? I. You have ADHD, and you know this. You did have when you. Talk to the kids about did they swear their lives to the pale moon princess? You gave their their little like honorary classic versions, <laughs> like Justice Legion and Suicide Squadron badges that you hand out. Yeah, and like you just have a vision of yourself giving your actual badge that sort of diplomatic that you are badge. Yeah, small Benjamin. Small Benjamin, we will have to speak of this later. Duty calls, but I am very. I'm not angry. I'm disappointed. I care not for your disappointment. Well. I'm sure it will turn up. (laughs) You make these noises at each other while you are in the elevator, taking you up to the top of the tower. And I imagine there is an elevator operator who is hearing these things. Or like a little kid in a bathing suit. So the way elevators work in this world, I I think uh, they just pay... People who are like very strong yes. to sit yeah. on top oh, of the elevators and like pull the ropes. Oh, mm-hmm. good. Not even like a hand crank. No, no, no hand cranks. They just pull the rope. They're just what so strong. Oh. Yeah, they're golems. <laughs> so it's not that big a deal. Cool. Well, this is us. We will resume this later. Mm-hmm. We'll resume it now. And we. Uh, <laughs> We do this facing each other down the hall. Yes. We walk and We get and to talk. the room. Um, so you head down the hall uh, to there. That The hallway is lined with like all grand looking doors. But at the end of the hall is a magnificent door um, that uh, has uh, executive suite, they call it. Uh, I knock on the door and then immediately bow. 
Um, so the I think these two double doors like open up uh, and you see on one side a soldier from the Suicide Squadron and the other side a soldier from the Justice Legion Ooh. Um, stand uh, at attention and then lounging in uh, the New Sealy or, or lounging in the Aramorian fashion, um, you know, as is expected of royalty when they are greeting uh, guests is the Pale Moon Princess. Do you want to describe yourself? Sure. There is a 13-year-old girl. Uh, she is dressed in finery, uh, in black and gold, Ooh. the colors of the Pale Moon Palace. I believe purple is in there as well. Mm -hmm. Oh, pur uh, are, is it only purple? Or purple is predominantly purple, white. Light, you could put gold blues, in there. Gold works. Oh, yeah. I mean, all okay. dark earth. Tones. Then, okay. So she is dressed in purple and white. The colors Ooh. of the Pale Moon Palace. Very cool. Writing that down. They're they're swirled in a uh, you know the the standard moons and bats that's on most of her princessly dresses. Mm -hmm. Something she clearly doesn't dress herself ever. It's kind of moons and bats mm. all the time. Great. Yeah. Great. Sure. Yeah. I uh, do like that aesthetic. It is a good one. And. The uh, Suicide Squadron guy and yes. the Justice Legion guy are there. Yeah, can we just Great. say please who they are? Please describe them. Yes. Please, please tell us their backstories. Her hair is um, quite long, done very straight. She has a high widow's peak, um, pointed ears, in the you know classic vampire fair. Mm -hmm. She's emitting um, uh, a, an ethereal moonlight. Great. Uh, around the room, um, and despite despite lounging and admitting and admitting guests as as she is supposed to do, she is reading a teen mag <laughs> and drinking a pixie plasma Pepsi. <laughs> of the course, Pepsi is Does, yes. a thing in this world. The favored soda. Does she have any favored nicknames? Um, she prefers Mina, but most people call her Willie, as she grew up being called. Uh, Mina and Willie. Mm -hmm. Can I also refer to her as the the PMP? The PMP, <laughs> the Pale Moon Princess. Yes. Oh, that's mm -hmm. great! That's yes, absolutely. Be as, as we are the most trusted of the gods, we may call you. That. It's sort yes. of like how like Secret Service has code names yes. for the people they're supposed to protect, mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. and that's definitely what uh, you're referred to as in. She's the on most, paper, the you most know, popular the paper uh, in Aramore, which is the Tiger Beat. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Yeah, Tiger Beat and Mina. Is a nickname you prefer, mm -hmm. Mina? We, I feel yes. like we we know that we're cool. We're, we're like cool. we're, we're cool, cool baby. Uncles. We're yeah. your cool, fun uncles who yes. occasionally let you watch an R-rated movie. Mm -hmm. as oh. long as it, we prefer you to do it with us if you're going to do it at all. Seriously, today <laughs> for R-rated movies. Yes. <laughs> today is going to be fun. Yes. Uh, as I am bowed, I have my hat off and I am uh, my arm is crossed, and I do say, "My lady, I apologize for our lateness." Uh, Small Benjamin, who was not bowing, is right on the other side of the door, not visible, and he pokes his head out and goes, Hello! <laughs> <laughs> Acting court jester Percival the Unwavering, senior advisor Small Benjamin, you are here! It's so good to see you. It does our undead hearts well to see your tiny visages in the flesh. I do not feel any blood pumping, but if I would, it would be rushing with Affection and pride seeing you here. She puts down her magazine. Did you find the tickets? 
the the tickets. We look at each other telepathically. We go, <laughs> "What the fuck? Tickets?" Is her ladyship referring to this black rose that I did procure from my sleeve? <laughs> that is lovely indeed. But no, Milady, we would ask that perhaps you prepare yourself for the evening out, and we will speak with our two companions about the tickets. We certainly have those tickets. <laughs> we would never, we we would would never, never disappoint no, you. No, <laughs> we are here for your happiness and safety and security. Yes. She yes. smiles winningly and goes to take the rose uh, and find a vase for it. Great. And I have a little vial, like a, like a true moo version of blood for you as well. <laughs> <laughs> Very cute. Yes, yes. Um, so I think you go into a huddle. Who, who are these two? Okay. <laughs> you want me to go first? You go first. Okay, cool. Uh, on the right, in the Suicide Squadron, <laughs> is the imposing Bishop Bicep herself. Yes. Who's a, is a holy woman who practices martial arts and she's super strong. She's got giant biceps and mm-hmm. uh she has a long staff that's like on her back that extends sort of like Son Goku's rod. Hell yeah. Um I think she is a a like white cat um with like long hair is is her tabaxi form. Oh yeah. Probably yes. cuz you did establish that all of these people are tabaxi, yes, yes, and they, they are. are all vampires. There, there are so. a couple who are not tabaxi, but they're honorary tabaxi. Of course, I'm referring to Neck Texas, <laughs> who's just a human. <laughs> who has cat uh, cat nose and cat whiskers tattooed no, on his face. Yeah. Neck yeah. Texas, why? Neck Texas fucking He rules. also has, oh yeah, he's got pale moon Killer on his <laughs> tattooed on his his neck. Oh my god! Oh man, he's good. Pale Moon Killer. Um, oh, fan art, please. <laughs> but yeah, she she's she's got beefy, well developed arms, um, beautiful flowing white fluffy hair. She has a little medallion of a pale moon, which is like also a uh, a religious symbol. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, was, I, I think that is the religious symbol of the pale moon. We palace. do. We're, some folks worship the sun. We worship the moon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, tw- that was on the right? You were- that was on the right, but she's moved to the left now to confuse you. <laughs> and uh, switching positions is uh, the member of the Justice Legion uh, who, what's the, what's the skinless, what's the hairless cat's? Oh, Sphinx. Oh, Sphinx, a Sphinx cat. It's yeah. a Sphinx cat type tabaxi yes. uh, who is smaller, who is a uh, uh, ammunitions expert uh, named Curly Joe. It's an ironic, na- ironic name. Uh, he's Wait. just a wrinkled face mm-hmm. uh, and uh, who who is tiny, who wears a uh, uh, Similar robes, almost shops at the same children's store mm-hmm. that the Pale Moon Princess would shop at. Uh, and he has a one robe uh, of purple and white and black uh, with a scabbard to his side. I, I think he's missing an eye. I just feel like a, a munitions expert's probably... Yes, but he has no uh, eye patch or anything like that. It's just sewn Ooh. shut. Is, yeah. is all of the uh, Justice Legion, do they all have weird eye stuff going on? Yes, that's what... That's part, I, do, I do eye stuff to them uh, if ah! they do not have one. That is part of it. Um, for, well, but eye stuff doesn't mean he removes no. eyes. It means he gives them powers. It gives them power. It's... it's uh, yeah, let's make this a good thing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, uh, for the removal of the eye, he 
gets I think I think that happened and that like happened at some point every and and do you guys sort of like when people shave their heads uh, when people start going through chemotherapy you all came back with like interesting unique eye things so that he wouldn't be the only person in the Justice Legion who has like an eye thing going on I feel like it's a trade-off like you lose the eye and he got like a and that's how you get into the Justice Legion it's not a part of the Justice Legion it's just it's to level up he got like a robotic tail or something like that. <laughs> I would like to say that the uh, Suicide Squadron equivalent of this is just Small Benjamin taking each member out for a nice lunch between the two of them. <laughs> that's on Small Benjamin and they always get a big a big pitcher of blood wine. He, he takes them out for a fancy feast. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. One could call it that. It does feel like you're you're way more hardcore than this guy. Oh, yes. I oh, like yeah. that. I, I do like that the Suicide Squadron <laughs> yeah. is like the nicer, <laughs> the nice gentler. Oh, we get freaky. <laughs> we get freaky AF. Yes. But just we also believe in building uh, uh, personal relationships and <laughs> yeah. we, we believe in a long game, you know? If you uh, fail, that's all right. So Percival uh, puts out his uh, paw and they grasp. Uh, up further past the paws into the forearms, yes. uh, which is the uh, Justice Legion uh, handshake where they grab the forearms uh, of one uh, paw and the other hand goes up in the air and does spirit fingers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we do make that noise. Small, <laughs> small Benjamin and Bishop, uh, Bishop Bicep l- sort of side-eye that and they're like, huh, it's a nice handshake. <laughs> Thank you, brother. <laughs> I was being sarcastic. How dare you? Not again. <laughs> this is what the listeners come for. Yep. Yeah. The non-human cat, cat noises. Um, so y- y'all huddle up very quickly yes. in a huddle. All right. Hey, what's up, freaks? Uh, what the hell was she talking about it's with those tickets, tickets? For what? We thought you did know what the tickets that she sought would be. Who was that? Is that Bishop, Bishop, <laughs> that Bishop Bicep? Or Curly Joe? I think that's Curly Joe. Okay, cool. I can't wait to hear Bishop Bicep's voice, <laughs> James. Seriously, we're all just pretending like we know what these tickets are? Curly Joe, you have a photographic memory. Did she mention anything about a show or some sort of performance? Uh, Cur- Curly Joe's remaining eye shines in the light. I will search my memory to ensure that I remember at least something about them. Yes. And Bishop Bicep, you do control all insects. Can you <laughs> not send a bee to every place where a ticket is sold and report back to us with this information just Bishop, so we know our options? Bishop Bicep, who normally does not speak, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she normally sings. Uh, uh, reaches into uh, like the utility belt that she has on her hip uh, and opens up a small vial and a, a crystal wasp climbs out of it. She whispers to it and it takes off into the air and flies out the window and she like nods to you very That's a hell of a curtly. thing every time I see it. <laughs> so cool. So cool. Curly Joe, why can't you do something cool like that? You can only see the present as I can see the future. Ah, yes, but I can see the present and the past with my photographic memory, yes. brother. Um, oh, do not call cousin, me I, brother. Yeah. Uh, I can see it with my photographic memory, cousin. And Redcon. He puts his paws to his temple mm-hmm. and goes, mm, and he appears to be uh, making a great effort at remembering things. I see a great deal of excitement. I see a great deal of longing, but I see 
Very few specifics. Tickets? Ooh. You are this close to be being kicked out of the Justice Legion. Cousin, please. I, I am do your offer commander. My greatest apologies. I am your commander. I am your leader. I am no cousin of yours. Know that I would bleed for you and die for you, Percival, my commander. You know, I really should not be stepping into this as this is a Justice Legion matter, but, Percival, have you tried respecting your employees? I respect them with their respect for me. Oh, you get more with honey than you do with cat piss. (laughs) I do thank you, small Benjamin, but Percival has taught me well with tough love and a firm guiding paw. Which has led me to become strong and wily, as an agile vampire warrior should. Yes. Stockholm Syndrome. I look over at Small Jenny. <laughs> not Small Jenny. Small Jenny's not here. <laughs> Small Jenny's another. <laughs> and Bishop Bicep. Bishop Bicep nods. Yeah, cool. A solemn nod. Mm-hmm. We remember the ski trip we went on when she joined the, I, uh, the group. I break out of the huddle and I go over to the uh, magazine uh, that... Uh, the princess Tiger was reading Beat, yeah. Tiger Beat and start uh, thumbing through, see if there's any dog-eared page or cat-eared pages uh, about the concert or anything. The, are, are there... No, I'm sending them on a goose, like, on a wild goose chase. Ooh. Ooh. Um, I think... <clears throat> let's 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 hear you guys pulling for time, stretching for time here for a little bit mm-hmm. uh, as the Crystal Wasp uh, is grabbing a notice with all ticketed events in New Celia and, like, slowly trying to bring it to the top of the tower <laughs> while you sort of stretch out. So, PMP... Is she, you, you're still in the room, right? Yes. Yeah. She's in the room. You guys have just yeah. been huddled. Okay, cool. I, I feel like we're kind of excluding her right yeah. now. We should uh, probably interact. Yeah, she is now... Um, so there is another member of one of your legions who is a noteworthy fencer that she, the princess Ah, has- yes, Mark Wayne from <laughs> the Justice Legion. Oh, yeah, he's also part-times in the Suicide Squadron. Yes. He does a little <laughs> bit of double duty. Yeah, he's a tweeter, yeah. He's a tweeter, yes. Uh, and she is now in her her fencing regalia and is squared off against him. Ah, ooh, ooh that's- she's being, She is being tutored, as she is wont to do. Does she get any hits in? Hmm. She's adept, but how adept is he? And how much have you told him to allow her? You know, I he, think I would never. As a, a, he is a skilled teacher. Yes, yes. I think. Um, and she's good. And you know? he knows when to allow a student to get a hit as a technical success because it encourages them. Just like when you are playing with a cat, you must allow the cat to catch string to keep its interest mm-hmm. in the activity. So she does get them in, but she gets frustrated if she gets too many in and she can tell that the teacher is allowing her hits. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's getting some good hits in, but then she goes, pa when he allows her one too many mm-hmm. hits. He takes off his floppy hat with a big feather and, mm-hmm. and bows an apology. Percival walks up holding the magazine, just flipping through it. Oh, yes, many interesting things happening here today. Uh, I, too, am excited for this ticketed event. <laughs> oh, small, small Benjamin walks over the ticketed event. Oh yes, the ticketed event. I we have the VIP tickets. Yes, we heard many people outside talking about such ticketed event and yes. saying things like, "Wow, these tickets are awesome." I can't believe so and so is here. Yes. Ah, yes. To the only show worth seeing. Ah, yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, what are some other descriptors we can 
we can say about this ticketed event. <laughs> also, let's start with you, PMP. Let's start with you. Yes. What are some of your favorite adjectives to describe this ticketed event that we cannot stop talking about? <laughs> Grand. Ah, mm, yes. Grand, Grand as in the ballroom where it is being held? Yes. He says with a question. <laughs> She quickly does math. How many ballrooms are in the city? <laughs> I think I think uh, quite a few different ballrooms. How many theaters, though? Or, and are, when, are we counting outdoor pavilions? <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, she wants to give them at least like. The- yeah. So, so you are right now asking me a demographic question. Is New Celia more a city of ballrooms or more a city of theaters? I uh-huh. think there are more theaters. Um, you can be both. Uh, Why not both? No, no, no. That's the theater. Yeah. I do mean the theater. Oh, yes. As, I, as do I. As I we just, do. Yes, all uh, we mean. do. All, uh, of course. Uh, 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 theater uh, in the uh, round. Uh, uh, theater. We love theaters. Yes, a grand ballroom theater. Ooh. So as you are saying this, the crisp the crystal wasp like flies in the window just behind uh the princess and it's holding a uh what what appears to be like a bulleted list mm. and it looks like at first it's going to fly straight towards you past the eyeline of the pale moon princess uh but quickly bishop bicep like gestures a no <laughs> And like to maneuver mm-hmm. around, so now it's nice. up to the compass cats to like maneuver the princess's eyesight so that uh, she doesn't see the crystal uh, wasp coming uh, in. Mark, throw me that scabbard. I would like to spar with the princess. Ah, but of course, yes. Huzzah! <laughs> and uh, I, I do a. Uh, we start sparring. She lunges uh, in. She kink. <laughs> That's me blocking. <laughs> Small Benjamin <laughs> takes out both of his scimitars <laughs> and goes a three-way battle. Yes, and we get in a circle as if so. We are we are we are sparring in the middle, and we are rotating you around as the crystal wasp. Uh, goes around and it's like struggling to yeah. hold up this paper and like it it's a wasp so it doesn't stry mm-hmm. fly, fly very straight to begin with so like it's sort of maneuvering around in like a weird way and bishop bicep is like going to try and catch it mm-hmm. and Ooh. there's it's always dangerous that uh the pale moon princess should turn around at the wrong moment to see it um and you have a couple near misses mm-hmm. but eventually uh she uh, the, the wasp drops the list into uh, Bishop Bicep's waiting paws, and she maneuvers around uh, to uh, you, Percival, and hands you the list. No, no, it would be you, she Small would, Benjamin. Yeah, she yeah. would hand it to Small Benjamin. <laughs> she would never hand it to Percival. <laughs> Come on, James. Uh, Bishop Bicep and Percival have a history uh, with each other. That's why. <laughs> did a romantic, not, did history, not, a romantic yeah. history that did not end well. Oh, That's why she joined my squad. Mm-hmm. Drin. Yes. <sighs> Well, princess, you do put up a good sparring match. I have not felt that winded since I sparred with your mother. Well, I do have the best instructors around. Thank you. And that was a good 20-second sparring match. (laughs) Just the perfect amount of time. Yes. Sort uh, of a a tapas of sparring (laughs) matches. Just a little finger Mm. food. Mm. Hmm. And now I have to go to the bathroom <laughs> where I will soil the toilet. Ah, good. I am leaving now. Ha <laughs> ha! Thank you, and 
good night. And then I like just go around the corner and I start reading the uh, list of. Can you send me the names? Yes, I'm sending them all to you. What are telepathically? So we all got to work through and create some event names that we think a teenage girl might be interested in that are happening in this city. Uh, so we need a fantasy boy band. Yes. We need. There's a political rally happening. <laughs> there's a rock the vote. Yes. Event. A rock the vote event. There's a sequel to a very popular film play. A very popular film play. <laughs> um, ooh, there's a knockoff Dungeon Dome event happening. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. There oh, is that's a, great. The, the lower circuit Dungeon uh, Dome event. Circuit. Yeah, yeah. The Children's Museum is on there. Yeah. So yeah. I'm going to lock in tonight. Oh wait a Ooh, minute! Yeah. I I think uh the it's it's just called the Gensai, which is a fire Gensai, water Gensai, rock Gensai, and Aren't air called, Gensai. Like, gen, gen, are they Gensai? Or? I, that's how it's G E N A S I. Yeah, so it's Gensai. Right? I guess it's Gensai. Yeah, Gensai. Uh, but it is a uh, a band of. Teenage boys, Ganasai, uh, each of a different element, and uh, they lip sync songs uh, mm, mm. to elaborate dance routines. Ooh, there's a 5K happening. It's a 5K <laughs> race. The new Celia, it is ticketed. Yeah, ticketed. Mm-hmm. And um, there's like a historical impersonator event happening. There's like, I imagine like this, since this is like the diplomat center there's like a epcot type thing where you can go see the histories of each nation yes mm. yeah Ooh, there's a cheese eating event mm-hmm. <laughs> different cheese artisans just having and <laughs> eating cheese what would be really really difficult to get tickets to Ooh, there's hamilton yeah there's <laughs> the new Zealand edition new Zealand hamilton yeah i mean it does have- benjamin there's definitely Hamilton. Is it just called Hamilton? Just called Hamilton. It's just, it's ha- just called there's, Hamilton. There's Hamilton. But it's a it's a it's a pig person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like ham. Mm-hmm. There's a grand opening of a pet smart. Those tickets are very easy to get. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There's there are a couple improv shows. <laughs> oh yeah. Not yeah. very hard to get tickets to those. There's a ceremony for new residents of Aramore where they have to be converted into vampirism. Mm. In happening in New Celia. Yeah. Okay. Like some recruiting. So it's like there's recruiting or there was like an application, like a visa process, mm-hmm. and they were approved, but they have that's the last thing is this big ceremony for becoming a vampire. We or, we could just keep listing things. Work those things into it. Yeah, so I feel like okay. we're we're good. All right. October was it Gensai? 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 What is it what is the Gensai thing? What like is a boy that? band thing? Uh yeah, I mean that's just a species. Right. What is the species? For those of us, of us not initiated with the Wizards of the Coast, Dungeons and Dragons. So they're like um, elementals. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. cool. Now you're speaking my language. <laughs> yeah. Do we have a fun name for them? Uh, the Gen Guys. Earth, Wind, and Fire. The Gen Guys. Uh, or Earth, Wind, and Fire. Earth, Wind, and Fire. Earth, Wind, Earth, Wind, and Fire, and Ice. Earth, Wind, and Fire, and Ice is good. We yeah. gave a yeah, giant-ass list of <laughs> lots of places. Of crazy ticketed events. We couldn't decide on one. We couldn't decide on one. Though, but... To him telepathically. Yes. Mm-hmm. So you're feeding them back mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Ah, yes. Did you? Funny as it is, the uh, concierge table did tell me that the Gensai boys are in town. That sounds interesting. Don't you think? Indeed it is. Ah. <laughs> we, we could procure... Are you out of the bathroom? <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> hello. Good morning. <laughs> Mm. You weren't in there that long, brother. 
I know, but it is a good morning. As it is, it is. Any morning in the presence of the princess is good. Ooh, speaking of which, tonight we'll be in the presence of the princess at that event. Yes, the ticketed event. The ticketed event. What were we seeing the Gensai brothers? That's what I thought. But is that correct? I. This is a jest. If it's wrong, <laughs> <laughs> perhaps you should be the acting <laughs> jester, brother. What a humorous jest! <laughs> I try to be funny sometimes. Four little babies, they are. Yes, four uh. little babies, and we are not going there. No, <laughs> unless that's wrong and it's a joke. <laughs> okay. Uh, another perhaps no, indeed, joke. We are not. And we're definitely not going to the Children's Museum all night lock-in. Oh. oh unless oh, I'm wrong. Oh, unless you're wrong. It's a joke. <laughs> you have not procured the tickets. Oh, we we procured the tickets. We procured the tickets. <laughs> we, we procured many tickets. It's just which one would you like to use? We have so many tickets. Oh, we've got the best tickets. We have the best tickets for for everything from a 5K... We are, oh, we, we, if you so desire, we like. could all carbo-load right now yes. and then try Small to get... Small Benjamin. A, yes. Percival the Unwavering. Mm. Do you have any idea how difficult it is to procure tickets to Hamilton? Uh, we have tickets to <laughs> Hamilton. <laughs> how we, many do you need? Because I could call someone We, we totally have tickets. We have got so many tickets. We have, we've, we've rented out the place. It's the gonna, whole theater. It's, we have the whole theater to ourselves. Yes. Us, we're going to get the rest of the Suicide Squadron in town. Mm -hmm. Three of your friends. Yes. Uh, yes, pick three friends. They're here. Yeah. And Surprise! If you don't have them, you can make them. Wonderful. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. Perhaps we shall get ourselves gussied up for the theater then. Then I am to the spa. Oh, yes, yes, please, uh, princess. Uh, 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 perhaps take one of our, our uh, 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 Curly Joe. Follow the princess to the spa and, and make sure she is safe. And Bishop Bicep, follow Curly Joe to the spa and make sure that he's safe watching her. <laughs> and I will see you tonight. Yes, we yes. will see you tonight. We shall. With get arms filled with the tickets that we already do <laughs> a have. A carriage awaits you once we get the carriage. The carriage ticket is already procured. <laughs> we have a carriage ticket. Oh, yes. the tickets are the yes. currency of oh, New Celia, yes. and we are wealthy in them. Well, this will be a fun evening, then. Mm. Oh, what's this? That's another rose. What, what, another what, black rose. What's behind you. your ear? Ah, what's another vial of... Delicious blood. You used to love these <laughs> tricks. You used to really love these tricks. Yes. What fun. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. I bow. You are not letting me down. We are not Could letting not you down. fathom that. It would be our greatest dishonor for us to let you down by not... Having all those tickets. Oh, tickets. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Telepathically, mm -hmm. we do not have any tickets. Uh, of course we don't have any tickets, Small. I just want to make sure that you knew that we don't have tickets. I'm lying right I know now. I am so convincing that it seems like we have the tickets, but of course we do not have any tickets. We just thought of this. Okay, we are on the same page. In a way, pages are not unlike large tickets. <laughs> We will get the tickets. We will not make ship tickets. What is a book but a collection of tickets with different messages written on yes, them? Yes, for the imagination. Mm. 
Ah, ticket. Two. Anyway, we must get tickets. <laughs> yes, this is quite a long aside. <laughs> um, well, heroes, that's it for one shot this week. But don't worry, we'll be back next week with more from Starlight and the Compass Cats. The Dungeon Dome Kickstarter is still open, and we are looking to hit stretch goals, primarily so that we can pay our performers better. If you haven't backed, there is still time to get in before it's too late and the Kickstarter's over. Be sure to follow the link in our show notes to check out our Kickstarter page. While you're waiting for next week's episode, if you want to check out more great gaming shows, check out Modifier. Modifier is an interview podcast with host Megan Dordbrock that's changing the game when it comes to changing games. Designers of every level are invited to discuss what prompted them to hack a game, the kind of play experience they seek to create, and the types of stories they're hoping to tell. I actually recently did an episode about the Dungeon Dome. You can check out more at oneshotpodcast.com in our modifier archive this week on the one shot twitch stream we've got more warda this tuesday at 7 30 p.m central time and this wednesday at 8 p.m central time we'll be playing quicksilver the steampunk airship racing game you can find all that and more at twitch.tv slash one shot rpg for all the one-shot heroes lucky enough to be attending Gen Con this year, we are excited to meet you! One-Shot has a full list of events at Gen Con available on the Gen Con events website. We've got a link for that in our show notes, and if you are looking to meet and play games with your favorite one-shot performers, be sure to join us for the one-shot meetup. We've reserved the Trevi Marzio room at the JW Marriott from 8pm to midnight. We'll have games, drinks, and new friends for you to make. As always, we end one shot with a call to action. And this week, I'd like to start off by thanking everyone who called in order to prevent the disastrous restructuring of the Affordable Health Care Act. If things have to change, they should change through a transparent process that involves all of the representatives who the people of this country have appointed. With so many lives at stake, we will not be ignored. This week, I'd like to talk to you about denouncing Trump's proposed ban on transgender troops serving in the military. This is a bit of a weird one. Trump announced a plan to ban transgender troops from serving in the military over Twitter. Well, we're used to major announcements by heads of state being followed by the Twitter announcement doesn't really line up. While Trump has allegedly spoken with his generals, quote unquote, on the matter, the Joint Chiefs of Staff have stated that they've yet to receive any written policy, which means that for the time being, they're not doing anything. This is a great time to act against this plan if you, like me, disagree. One of the first, easiest, and most effective steps you can take to combat this ban is calling your representatives. You can find a summary of this issue along with the contact information for your representatives and a script to read while you're on the phone over at fivecalls.org. While you're on the site and looking to make calls, I invite you to check out some of the other issues over at Five Calls. There are so many important issues that need your voice. One Shot is a proud partner in the Chicago Podcast Co-op. If you're an advertiser looking to reach an engaged Chicago audience, be sure to contact the co-op about advertising opportunities. If you're a listener looking for a new show, check out Alcoholywood. Clint, Jared, and a guest talk about one movie each week, old or new, good or bad, and create a custom cocktail and drinking game for it. As always, a big thanks to our supporters on Patreon. If you want to help us in a non-monetary way, the best thing you can do is tell a friend about the show. You can also leave us a rating or review on iTunes. Every five-star review we get helps new people find the show. 
If you want to hear more from the show, be sure to follow us on Twitter at OneShotRPG. Look us up on Facebook at Facebook.com slash OneShotPod. Check out our Tumblr at OneShotPodcast.tumblr.com. Check out our Google Plus community. Or look for news on the site at OneShotPodcast.com. If you're looking to inquire about advertising rates, live appearances, and commissioning episodes, or you have a question or comment about something you heard on the show, contact us at GameMaster at OneShotPodcast.com. OneShot is a joint production between Peaches and Hot Sauce and Paracosm Press. Peaches and Hot Sauce is a Chicago-based comedy network with tons of great podcasts, videos, and live shows for you to check out at PeachesAndHotSauce.com. Finally, that music, which is right now swelling up over my voice, is Be Your Own Pet with Adventure, courtesy of Infinity Cat Records. See you next time, heroes. I can't do-